0: Hello and welcome to the world-famous Driving You Crazy podcast. This is the show where we talk about all things transportation, anything that gets you from here to there. I am the traffic anchor and transportation reporter for Denver 7 News, Jason Luber. And if you would like to be a part of the show, you could always contact me on the contact links in the description of this program, or you could call the listener hotline, that number 303-832-0217. And that number also... In the description of this show. Happy Thanksgiving week. And since it is Thanksgiving week, it surprises a lot of people when I tell them that Thanksgiving holiday is the most deadly holiday of all of them throughout the year on the roads. More than Labor Day, more than Independence Day, more than St. Patrick's Day, times when you think a lot of people are specifically out enjoying themselves and drinking a lot. Thanksgiving is also a big holiday and actually the I think it's the Wednesday before the before Thanksgiving is like the biggest bar or bar restaurant um, day of the entire year because everybody's getting together, and they don't want to cook just yet, because cooking happens on Thursday, so they all want, everybody wants to go out. So everybody gets together on the day before Thanksgiving, and it's a big night out, and it's, unfortunately, turns out to be a uh, pretty deadly one. And and Saturday, actually, that includes the early morning uh, of Saturday, including Friday night, so the Friday, late Friday, early Saturday time, is actually the most dangerous day to be on the roads of the holiday week, and then that uh, Friday, Thursday night. I think it's Thursday night. Friday morning is a close second um, after Thanksgiving, and then throughout the day on Black Friday, as people out there just gotta try to get all the deals and and running crazy at all the malls and the big box stores. And and I'm really sure it's all about drinking and driving because it's a big drinking holiday. And the Thanksgiving period actually ranks as the deadliest major holiday with 6% more fatal crashes than Labor Day uh, and 43% more than Christmas. That's actually the least deadly holiday. Uh, I'm going to talk more about this. I have a guest coming on, Lakshmi Iyengar. Uh, She's a data analyst at Jerry, which is an online car insurance comparison site and service. And uh, jerry.com, I think is what, yeah, it's jerry.com. And so I'll have uh, L- Lakshmi here on in just a minute to explain more about it and uh, and talk to us about it. Uh, by the way, cars.com did this uh, a separate extensive survey about Thanksgiving travel and found out that most people traveling this year are going to be driving. And they're not going to be going too far, about 65%. So two in three are going less than 50 miles. Now, I was thinking about this. Since I'm driving to the in-laws' house, does that count? Kind of? Does it count? I mean, I guess they're probably no more than, I think, 5, 10 miles. They're they're no more than 10 miles away. So I guess technically I am driving away from home to my in-laws' house. And so I guess that counts as travel from home. Um, 80% cars.com says of Thanksgiving travelers will go by car. And most say now because flying is way too expensive. And they're actually concerned about all the flight disruptions and the delays and the crowds at the air, air, airports. It was funny because I was reading through their survey, and it says that almost 90% of all the people who had some kind of a flight delay in the past, either canceled flight, delayed, they all have considered seriously driving instead of flying. That's a big number. Basically, people are sick of the hassles at the airport. And with the airlines, and with the TSA, and all of it, I mean, really, it's not practical—at least for me—to drive uh, if if the destination is more than a day uh, day's commute in a car, uh, un- unless we're you're taking a specific road trip over several days, right? Where it's it's the road trip is the destination, if you will. I mean, look, if I wanted to see my brother in South Carolina, I- I'm going to fly and not drive. It's three days to get there and then three days to drive back. So there's a whole week right there on the road. Now, if I was going to visit, let's say I had family in in, in a nearby state like Utah or New Mexico or Kansas, yeah, I'd drive easily. Uh, that's a no-brainer, but I, I'm not going to drive to South Carolina just to, to see my brother for a day or two and then turn around and drive right back. You, you just put up with all the stuff, or you, in my case, you don't go. You just do it virtually and and say, hey, hey brother, here's 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 the Zoom link. I'll put I'll put the computer on the kitchen or on the uh, dining room table, and we can have a virtual Thanksgiving uh, together. There you go. Uh, and while the gas prices are still pretty high, they they apparently aren't as much of a factor as they have been to reduce how many people are going to be hitting the road. So. Uh, the folks at cars.com said that 65% still say that gas is a concern, but they're still going to be out there driving. And they actually did an interesting part of the survey where they said there's obviously a lot more people driving electric vehicles. And two out of three of the electric vehicle owners say that range anxiety and where to get a charge for their car when they're not at their destination and even at their destination is a major concern. And it should be because the infrastructure isn't built out yet. And I think until EV owners understand how to charge their car, where to charge it, it's kind of like your cell phone. You're going to charge a little bit at a time with a gasoline car where you just go basically to empty your less than a quarter tank and you fill up and off you go again, you really have to be charging it almost all the time. A little bit here, a little bit there, you get down to half and then you bring it up to three quarters and you go down to two thirds and then you bring it, I mean, you're just going to have to figure out that as a lifestyle uh, now that you're driving an EV. Um, and, and, and eventually it will become part of what you do where you're always charging it a little bit at a time, especially at the fast chargers, but there needs to still be a bigger network of, of, uh, electric charging or fast charging stations. And then I think those owners will become more comfortable about how and when to charge their vehicles. Um, also 25% of Thanksgiving travelers are driving so they can bring their pet. <laughs> Speaking of, pre- unfortunately, my brother's little, uh, pet, his, uh, his dog, his Bichon named Toto. Uh, she just passed away. Um, they they used to take that dog everywhere on planes and on cars and on boats everywhere. And the dog never, ever yipped or yapped or barked ever quietest dog you've ever seen in your entire life. The only time the dog would make a noise is if let's say you, uh, stepped on, on her toes or something where she was in pain and then she might, yip, but that was it. And so uh, like on a plane, you didn't hear a peep. They could have carried, I, I know they had a, a little dog carrier, um, but it could have been a backpack and nobody would have known there was a dog in the backpack because the dog is that quiet. Um, and I, I hope they get another dog in the future. They're they're pretty devastated right now and might be good for them to, to have a uh, have another dog in the future. any anyway, I do have a link to this Cars.com Thanksgiving travel travel data anyway on the in the description of this show. And with all the people that are out traveling on the roads, it was making me think how dangerous really is it out there around the holiday and on Thanksgiving Day? It was also a question the researchers at Jerry have. It's an online car insurance comparison service as well as a licensed insurance broker in all 50 states. And they had that same question, too. So one of the researchers who looked into this question is joining me now to talk more about this. Lakshmi Iyengar is a researcher with GetJerry.com. Lakshmi, thanks for being here on the world-famous Driving You Crazy podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Jason.
0: So this Thanksgiving holiday week, lots of people are traveling early. Some wait until the Wednesday before Thanksgiving Day. Some travel actually on the holiday. And there <laughs> seems to be specific times on the holiday that are the most dangerous times to be on the road. Why, why is that and when is it?
1: Yeah, that's right. So as you mentioned, we did the study and we said, what are the most dangerous times? to be on the road during the Thanksgiving holiday. And we found that first of all, on Thanksgiving day, there's a hundred percent increase in fatal crashes compared to a normal day during the week. The second thing we found, as you mentioned, is that early Thanksgiving morning between 1 and 3 a.m. and Thanksgiving evening between 6 and 7 p.m., there's a huge spike in fatal crashes. Um, And, We've got some pretty clear reasoning on this. The first is that the night before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest bar night in America. People call it Drinksgiving. Um, And so when we're looking at early Thanksgiving morning, uh, we're seeing that, you know, bars close between one and 2 a.m. People are driving home spike and fatal crashes. Similarly, the six and 7 p.m., time period falls right after when most people eat their Thanksgiving meal between 2 and 5 PM. So maybe people eating a lot of turkey, they're a little sleepy. We've had um, a couple glasses of wine at Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving meal. Um, and there's a ton of people driving. And that's kind of a recipe for that second crash spike. Yeah.
0: It seems interesting that there are a lot of people that would be out the night before Thanksgiving happens because you would think that people are getting ready for all the folks that are going to be coming later on that (laughs) day. Right. I mean, you got to get the Maybe you're out uh, getting some drinks and then you're going to go brine the turkey and then you're going to throw it in the oven. It just seems interesting that that is a really busy time for so many people to go out drinking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot that goes into that. A lot of people are coming home and they're in their hometown seeing people they haven't seen for a really long time. Um, And one thing leads to another and you're out until 1 or 2 a.m.
0: So this is a factor then really of maybe two things. One, obviously people are out drinking uh, if they're going to be out late. And then during dinner, they're obviously having, as you said, some wine and, and, and maybe some other drinks. But it's also a factor of more people on the road. And here in Colorado, we're one of the uh, first states to legalize recreational marijuana. Is, is that a factor mm-hmm. in here as well, and, and maybe in all the other states that have now legalized it?
1: You know, at the end of the day, uh, that we didn't do research that looked into driving under the influence due to like uh, due to recreational marijuana use, what have you, on Thanksgiving Day. So I really can't speak to that. What I can tell you is that. Um, we do know that these drinking times or these time periods do correlate to what people generally understand to be upticks in drinking.
0: I'm speaking with Lakshmi Ayengar, a data analyst at uh, Jerry, an online car insurance comparison website. Uh, you can see them at getjerry.com. Uh, so, is that the biggest risk? Then is just to watch out for the people who might have been drinking, or just just stay off the roads if if you uh, if you suspect somebody of drinking.
1: I would say that look watch out for drinking and driving. Watch out for times during the Thanksgiving holiday where tons of people are gonna be on the road because that's just going to increase fatal crashes. And also watch out for sleepy drivers. If you're tired, take a nap and then drive home. Don't try to drive when you're, you know, gonna fall asleep at the wheel.
0: Do you think the time change has any effect on these numbers? Maybe we're still sleepy from just the time change a few weeks ago. I, I know there's a risk. Uh, I talked to a researcher, a sleep researcher, about this. That the time mm-hmm. change, especially in the spring, messes with your sleep patterns so much that it, it it there are more fatal crashes after the time change than any other time of the year. But also maybe because it's dark early, uh, especially in the evening.
1: You know. I, um... I'm not a sleep researcher, so I I really am not the expert on this, but I would say that I would expect people to have adjusted to the time change in a couple of weeks, Um, but I definitely don't want to strike out the possibility.
0: Are there regions of the country or Mm -hmm. specific states that are more or less problematic uh, for these fatal crashes than others?
1: Definitely. So we know that um, Mississippi, Wyoming, Louisiana, New Mexico and Alabama have by far the highest rates of fatal Thanksgiving highway crashes per capita. So if you look at a state like Mississippi, for example, the number of crashes, the average fatal highway crash per 100,000 people is 59 times higher on Thanksgiving than normal. Um, Which is just like a such a large multiple. And you kind of see that multiple is consistent amongst these top states, like it's 72 times higher in Louisiana, 47 times higher in Wyoming. Um, So there are some states where it's pretty, pretty dangerous, and they're primarily southern and western states.
0: And it seems like they're rural states, too. Uh, Wyoming, obviously, mm-hmm. near Colorado, where we are. Uh, mm-hmm. Mississippi, uh, New Mexico, obviously, very rural. Alabama, same thing. Louisiana is really has one major uh, city. So th- do you think it's a, a rural versus maybe an urban uh, issue there or maybe demographics with so many of those places being in the South?
1: Yeah, I mean... I would say that the rurality probably plays a factor. Drivers probably need to drive further to get home in these states. Um, the highways tend to be uh, a little bit darker, potentially a little bit more winding and less, um, they look less like a major interstate that might that like a state like New York might have. Um, so rurality, I'm not so sure about demographic per se, but um, I think that infrastructure probably plays a pretty big role
0: did you look at some of the, uh, the safest states for, uh, Thanksgiving holiday? What, what were some of the, uh, least fatal crash states?
1: Yeah. So I would say that actually Colorado is pretty up there. Um, let me just glance through my data for a second. Yeah. Colorado and Nevada are actually two of the safer states, um, which is pretty interesting. Um, i'm not too sure like i'm not too sure what when you start to get to the safer states honestly the data becomes very close together um there are just more standouts on the least safe states in comparison that that's why it's a little bit easier to look at it that way
0: and you really just looked at states instead of individual cities right
1: Mm -hmm. that's right it's a it's a lot harder to look at just a city
0: What are some of the recommendations on how we can stay safe? Maybe stay out of the way of some of these uh, problematic drivers.
1: First and foremost, don't drink and drive. Um, I'd say not only is it illegal, it's also going to endanger you. It's going to endanger your friends and family and anybody else on the road. Uh, The second thing is avoid these major crash times. If you can leave an hour earlier or a couple hours later from any time where there looks like there's a spike, you're probably going to be a lot safer on the road. And the third thing I would say, which I already mentioned, is if you're tired, take a nap. Don't drive while you're tired. It's not worth it, especially on Thanksgiving.
0: And I was just thinking about this because uh, our TV station, Denver 7, is sponsoring one of the many turkey trots that are happening (laughs) around uh, the front range of Colorado here uh, on Thanksgiving Day. And right after most of the turkey trots are done, somewhere around uh, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, there is a spike in fatal crashes that happen right then. It's it's interesting that, that there's the lowest point is during the turkey trots from basically <laughs> six A. M. seven AM all the way through yeah. about ten AM when maybe just everybody's running around getting uh getting some exercise before the before the big meal and then everything spikes up when they hit the road again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a that's such a good observation that turkey trots are happening. Also, um yeah, a lot of people have Thanksgiving traditions like they a lot of people go on runs with their families in the morning people go on walks people play like have like morning football games so I think there's a lot happening in the morning that is involved with not driving and not eating
0: and it would be also interesting and I I don't see the data on this uh, in this research here, but after what happens on the Friday. Uh, after Thanksgiving especially in the evening because uh, a lot of folks are heading home and so maybe at midnight 1 2 3 a.m like like it happens on Thanksgiving day maybe there's a spike at that time as well as folks had been drinking and eating all night long and then they head (laughs) out back home and there's probably a spike at that time as well
1: yeah yeah I think that's definitely right
0: I'm speaking with uh, Lakshmi Iyengar uh, with Jerry online. It's, it's uh, getjerry.com. It's an online car insurance comparison service. We're talking about how deadly uh, Thanksgiving, the actual day, is. Um, are you going to be traveling this year? What are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving?
1: Well I'm lucky. I live an hour from my parents, so I just take a train ride home and I'm good, limited driving.
0: There you go. And that's an yeah. easy way to avoid uh, the crazies that are uh-huh. on the road. Uh, and and yeah. you uh, are you going to maybe look at uh, comparing these numbers to other holidays, especially ones that are notorious for heavy drinking, like Fourth of July mm-hmm. and Labor Day. Those days seem Absolutely. like they're yeah, they, they seem like they're notorious mm-hmm. for drinking, more so than Thanksgiving.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so we at Jerry we're always looking at dri- they, like any sort of trend that might impact drivers' uh, safety, etc. So, we're definitely going to keep our eyes peeled for Christmas trends, New Year's trends, uh St. Patrick's Day trends, what have you. Um, and we'll keep you updated on per- what we find.
0: Yeah, no, that's perfect. I mean, what do you do you have a gut feeling of of what they what those days would be like compared to Thanksgiving I've- or any other day?
1: I have a gut feeling that New Year's Day is not kind to drivers, um, but we'll see what happens.
0: Right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. I I spent my uh, the millennium in in New York City and Times Square, so I'm I'm done with New Year's for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> I Don't need to <laughs> I joke. I think
1: that was the attack, everybody. Yeah,
0: that was that was the big one for me, and I don't have to worry about it ever again. Uh, but before you go. I'd like to ask you something regarding uh, the data article that you wrote, looking at where better drivers are in the United mm-hmm. States, on the East Coast or on the West Coast. And my guest is West Coast because more people are concentrated in the East. There are so many more cities that are, are uh, right close together, and there's a lot more population uh, typically mm-hmm. along the eastern seaboard than there is uh, on the West. So that means more points of conflict.
1: Yeah, so you're right. We, we did do a study that said where do – where do drivers have more violations on the East Coast or the west Coast? And we use that to proxy how good drivers are. Um, and you know I like you, I'm from the East Coast. I thought we' you know I thought we'd be at the bottom of the ranking um, in terms of who has the worst and best drivers but it turns out that the East Coast and west Coast are pretty matched in terms of how many drivers what proportion of drivers have violations. So um, according to our research, it looks like, East coast and West coast drivers are pretty equal. Um, And I would say that um, there's a lot more that could go into that kind of research. Like you could ask people how often they honk, how often they speed, like how, what do you consider a good driver? Really, really depends. Like I'm from New Jersey. So if somebody's slow, they're a bad driver. (laughs) And I think, you know, so I think there's like a lot that goes into that. But when we look just at violation rates, we're pretty matched.
0: And in other places, you drive too fast, and then you're a crazy driver. So there's got to exactly. be that ha- happy medium in there. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you also have the uh, weather factors, because up in the north, there's a lot of folks that are. It's no problem for us here in Colorado to drive mm-hmm. around. Well, mm-hmm. most of us that are uh, that've been here for a while or are natives uh, can drive in the snow, no problem. But then you have all the Texans and Californians that move in, and they have no idea what they're doing when there's a few flakes of snow.
1: Yeah, I, exactly. Actually, Jason, you should keep your eyes peeled because we're putting out a best and worst winter drivers study in a couple of weeks where we look at which states have most fatal crashes um, due to in the winter months due to uh, weather related causes. So if you keep your eyes peeled. We'll have some answers for you very soon.
0: Perfect. And you can, yeah. all get, you can get that at right at getjerry.com. You at get com. all your research exactly. right there. Also, interestingly, uh, was the most popular violation in every state. And that <laughs> speeding at 15 miles an hour or, or, or less was basically the most popular violation, except for New York, where it was failure to obey traffic sign. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking it has to be not state, but really New York City.
1: Yeah, so that number is technically supposed to be representative of New York state because we did look at statewide violations, but I I would I would bet that New York state, a uh, New York City violation rates are heavily skewing that towards the not or not obeying a traffic sign. Um, yeah, I I would say that that's pretty that's a pretty good guess.
0: Yeah, well, with so many people, you know, 7, mm-hmm. 8, 10 million people in the city, and not all of them are driving, obviously, and New York City is making it more difficult for folks to drive mm-hmm. in the city itself, mm-hmm. I could see That's that right. being a, a big problem. Plus, they've changed driving so much with so many new bike lanes and mm-hmm. uh, taken away lanes, and now you can't turn here, you can turn there, and so I'm sure some folks could just get frustrated and say, you know, forget this, I'm I'm going to turn when I want to turn, and then they get get a ticket for it.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think that it. I think New York City driving is changing rapidly. It's hard for drivers to keep up, but also I think um, I think it's already hard to drive here. <laughs> it's always been hard to drive here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. That's why I think, like you, most people are just taking a train, and it, it's a yeah. much different way to commute there than it d- is out here in the West, yeah. where where more people have open space and and uh, yeah. They, yeah, they tend to be more spread out.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's absolutely right.
0: Well, we'll look forward to uh, all that other data. So thank you, Lakshmi Uh, Iyengar. Appreciate your data analysis so much, and uh, and enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday.
1: You too, Jason.
0: And all of her contact information and the link to her data, it's all in the description of the show. Just click down there, and you can get that link. Um, Actually working on Thanksgiving Day and the day after. So the whole week I am working, even though most people are obviously off on the holiday, um, I do not have banker's hours. I still think it's kind of silly to have me, the commuting traffic guy, work on any holiday. Not just Thanksgiving, or Labor Day, or I mean really any holiday. I mean why would you want to take the main guy and make them work on a holiday when there's no commuters, And this is for all traffic people countrywide, every traffic anchor at every TV station in the entire country. I mean, why take your regular main person and make them work on a holiday when there's no commuter traffic and take them off of a regular commute day and have a fill in on that day? Uh, I don't really don't mind working the holiday. My kids are older. It doesn't bother me. They're easy days, obviously, because there's nobody driving around. But as a general rule, it just still seems kind of silly that anybody is doing it, that there's any traffic person working on that day, because if something big happens, then it becomes a news event. And the uh, producer of the show can just throw on a uh, traffic camera or just throw up the generic map and say, hey, look, there's... There is a crash or a rollover or somewhere on this highway in downtown Blankville, um, and you probably shouldn't go there. Not that there's traffic backed up very much because of, uh, because it's a holiday, and there aren't people out driving around. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it it's it's fine. I, I I would rather have, you know, the choice of of either having having a uh, comp day or having the time and a half. I'd rather have the time and a half, frankly, but they don't allow that as an option in my contract. So it'll be a comp day instead. So I'll be taking off a regular (laughs) work day sometime, maybe in December and, and make it up for the, for the Thanksgiving holiday. So there you go. Uh, I hope you do have the Thanksgiving uh, holiday off. In fact, I hope you have the whole week off and you can enjoy that time uh, with your family and watching football and doing the whole thing. Uh, and enjoying your your time around the holidays here. I hope you all have a safe and restful holiday. Be safe out there. Do not drink and drive. I want to have you right back here in the next episode. Until then, I'm Jason Looper, the Traffic Guy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Be safe, and as always, happy motoring.